One of the eight Athena leadership principles that you'll find at AthenaInternational.org is to advocate fiercely. And you should start with yourself. Amy Horniman, our next guest, is the perfect example of what being a fierce advocate looks like. You're going to love this story as we start episode number 124 right now. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound... Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, and I believe we have another first on the show. So I am with Amy Horniman right now, and she is a functional medicine practitioner, and she also has a master's degree in clinical nutrition and became a certified functional medicine practitioner, and she's currently a doctoral candidate. And Wow. And I would be lying to say that I have any idea what that means outside of the surface stuff that I'm reading in your bio, Amy. But I know this all started from the need to get your body in shape and not getting the results that you wanted with traditional medicine. And I think we'll just begin the journey there. And welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. You did a great job at explaining my background. So thank you. Well, thank you, but I know that you're going to do a lot better than me in telling everybody what it's all about, uh, what brought you to the point you're at now, and then so as I like to do at the beginning of the show, I just give you the microphone and have you start talking, and then we'll just have a nice chat. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, so like you said, I, I'm a certified functional medicine practitioner. I specialize in treating thyroid conditions and hormone imbalance, specifically in women, and that all started 20-some years ago when I was in preparation for fitness modeling and I was doing, I was competing in figure bodybuilding shows. So basically, in a nutshell, you have to diet down, your, your nutrition is strict, your gym routine is very, very strict. And I've done those before. I did those before. I knew what to expect, but this time... My body was putting on weight instead of taking off weight. Biologically, that didn't even make sense. And I went to six different doctors. I was misdiagnosed six different times because I would go to these doctors and say, this is what I'm doing right now. So 
if you're going by the calories in, calories out model, I shouldn't be gaining weight. I shouldn't be tired. My hair shouldn't be falling out. What's wrong? And I would always hear, you're fine, you're normal. Then finally, the seventh doctor diagnosed me and I was thankful because I at least had an answer. And then I was stuck in the Synthroid box, which I can get into that in a bit as to what that means. But basically, I was put on medication that did not work. And I have found in my patients that that really doesn't work on its own. So I found at the time a functional medicine practitioner who is now my mentor And he completely led me down a path of optimization. I got my life back. I lost weight. I felt like myself again. And at that point in time, I changed careers because I knew if I was that frustrated, other women were too. Other people were too. And they weren't getting the answers that they deserve and that they're searching for desperately. So I changed careers. And I, like you said, I got my master's in clinical nutrition, I became a certified functional medicine practitioner. I've done extensive learning on the thyroid. I I empathize with my patients that have thyroid issues. And then I know it from the clinical standpoint, the medical standpoint as well. So So here I I am. Yeah, it's, it's a great background. Thank you for sharing that. And if I come to you and I might be having a similar problem that you were having way back in the day when you started on this journey... What are some of the steps you take me through? So what what does a functional medicine practitioner do for a patient that may differ from what people might be used to? Right. So we get to the root cause of a problem. I like to use the analogy, and I have to give Mark, Dr. Mark Hyman credit for this. It's a great analogy. If you are walking around with a rock in your shoe, yeah, you are going to have pain, and you could certainly take ibuprofen for it. Or we could take the rock out of your shoe and figure out why your foot's hurting. So that's what functional medicine does. It gets to the root cause of a person's issues, their health issues, their symptoms. So if you came to me and you said, listen, I am really struggling here. I can't lose weight no matter what I do. I think I'm eating right. I'm going to the gym. Everything is on point, but I keep gaining. I'm tired all day. I'm losing my hair. I'm moody. I'm I'm angry at people. Then we would say, okay, instead of saying, hey, Jeff, you know what? You need to eat less and exercise more, and here's an antidepressant. We're actually going to do some tests to find out why this is happening in your body. What is happening in your body? Is it a thyroid problem? Is it a hormone problem? Is it an adrenal problem? And then let's fix that. So we're not just throwing a bunch of Band-Aids on you and giving you bad information, bad advice. It's not going to work anyways. Let's talk about running a virtual practice because in your, in your bio, you talk about how you're, you're based in Erie, Pennsylvania, but you mm-hmm. have patients that span the globe. And a business yeah. like this would not have been possible 20, 25 years ago, maybe even to a certain extent 10 years ago before the technology really started catching up with being able to do Zoom calls and all the things that we can do today. So maybe talk about how you are able to run a global business from your home in Erie, PA. You're absolutely right. About 10 years ago, so I've been in business for 24 years, and 10 years ago, I was limited to basically local and those who were in the tri-state area that would travel to come and see me. But now with Zoom and honestly, even since the COVID crisis, we are more comfortable, I think, as a society with using virtual 
to connect with using Zoom, with using Skype. So my practice, I have a patient portal that all my patients have access to. They create their own account and they have access to their portal. And in that portal, we are able to connect through video. So everything is HIPAA compliant. Everything is encrypted. It stays private. And that gives patients, like you said, across the globe, I have patients in the UK, Australia. It just gives them that sense of security. Yes, we can talk and we can talk about your health and we can talk about uncomfortable things with your health. And it's okay because it's just you and I in the comfort of our homes, in the comfort of our offices, talking and figuring out what is going on with you so we can fix you. Is there any things you have to overcome when you're talking to a patient? In other words, uh, and I think a lot of people, where I'm going with this question is a lot of people are kind of used to getting a pill to solve their problems or a pill or a surgery or something like that. And I'm not saying that sometimes that's not needed, but like you said, in a lot of cases, there's an underlying problem that can be fixed without all of that stuff. So how much education would be my question that you have to do with patients to maybe overcome that kind of traditional path they might be expecting? Well, that's part of the initial consult. So when I meet with patients the very first time, it's 90 minutes. I like to give that amount of time so we can really get to know each other, so I can dive into labs and medical history and diagnoses, everything that's going on with them, so I can really get a hold of who they are. And in that process, I educate. I love to talk. I love to educate my patients. I love to educate people. So when it comes to the medication piece, you know, functional medicine is not anti-medicine. We're just anti too much medicine and medicine being used as a band-aid instead of getting to the root cause. So if it comes up in conversation where let's say a person says, oh, you know, I just, I don't want to take medication. I, I really just don't. It it all comes down to that individual. And I look at their labs and I look at their symptoms and I piece it all together to say whether or not we can go the natural route, the supplemental and then change your lifestyle and nutrition route or whether medication is needed. And if it's needed, I will explain the why and I will explain what to expect and how it works so that all of my patients are just well-educated and well-versed in how their body works and what to expect as we go along in the treatment process. So you had mentioned this before or you had kind of alluded to it that COVID has really kind of put a focus on our health and the overall health of our nation. And there are a lot of people that are not, let's be honest, there's not a lot of healthy, I shouldn't say not a lot, but there's there's a segment of the population not living a healthy lifestyle. And I think that the COVID has really brought that into focus. And so let me ask you, what you advise people to do as far as getting their health back in a more natural way. What are some things that people should be doing? Like if you could like talk to every single person right now and say, this is what you should be doing for your health. What, what are some things you would, would advise them to do? So that's a great question. And, and I think you know me a little bit, Jeff, that I'm very just straightforward, tough love, very blunt. So the first thing I would say to people just reality is, okay, you've had your fun, you've had your downtime, now get off the couch, turn off Netflix, and quit going to the fridge five times a day. 
because that's what we're doing in COVID. And I realize it's been a hard transition and people are still in the throes of it. And people are still stressed out and dealing with their mental health right now. And stress is a big component. So why add to that stress with an extra 15 pounds? Don't put on the COVID-15. You know, let's actually move. Let's get up off the couch. Let's go for a walk with the dog. Let's go for a walk with your partner. And limit the amount of times you open that fridge. Because every time you do that, you know you're grabbing something and you know you're going to put it in your mouth and it's going to add up, add up, add up. So if you do have an underlying, let's say, metabolic issue, let's say you have a thyroid problem, insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, every time you put food into your mouth, it's doing something in your body and you're kind of getting into an inflammation fat storage mode that that's not helping the situation at all. So that's what I would say is we need to stop what we've been doing. It's okay that we all sat around and watched Netflix for a little bit. Now it's time to put that behind us and move forward. Yeah, I'm interested in going back to the online aspect of your business is, is that, and I know myself being a digital professional, that sometimes you feel like you're always on or you really could be on. So, and especially when you're working from home, how do you create that balance where you're able to shut things off? Because there's always something, there's always something to answer. There's always something to do. And maybe you could talk to, especially the online entrepreneurs out there, about how you create a balance in your life where you don't feel like you have to be stuck to your computer or your phone 24-7 to run your business. Oh, goodness. That's a great question, and I'm still learning, but I'll, I'll give you what I have learned. So because I have been, and you're right, you can be on all the time. And part of my business is that I actually give my patients pretty much 24-7 access to me. So they can text me at any point of time and ask a question, schedule a phone call. So for that, I just have to literally shut my phone off, let's say at 7, 8 p.m. And every all the questions can wait. The emails will be there. The questions will be there in the morning where I can resume work once again. But I think because I've gone through that stressed out entrepreneur burnout stage, I've learned that if you don't do that, you will eventually develop animosity for your own business. And that's not good. You can't grow your business when you have resentment and animosity because you don't, you're not making the time for yourself and it's really your own fault. So I think really putting in time. So I schedule specific time to work out. I, I go to the gym. I do hot yoga when we were in total lockdown. I did hot yoga in my bathroom by turning the shower on and the heat on and a little heater. What a great a idea. Unique view. What a great idea. <laughs> I know, right? It totally wow, that, worked. That's very inventive. I like that. I know. Thank you. So yeah, just blocking out that time and saying, I will not look at my phone for these two hours here and then whatever, the two, three, four hours at the end of the night to spend with family and have your downtime and just chill out a little bit. You have to block that out. You just have to. Well, let's get into our final two questions here. And the one question, well, this is a standard question that we always ask on the podcast, but uh, resources. Of course, in the notes, we're going to have all sorts of links to you and everything that they can find about you. But what are some things that you think might inspire our audience and or things that you 
would think that they would find useful. So anything that you, and this can be, doesn't have to be necessarily related to the nutrition field. Could it be a TED talk that inspired you in business or whatever you might want to uh, share with the folks right now as far as resources go? Yeah, definitely. So I think recently, actually, and this kind of ties to to business, I have been doing a lot more, I want to say, kind of research and, and looking into the whole mindfulness aspect. So this can apply to your health. This can apply to your business, to your relationships. And um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has a Gaia series um, called Rewired, and he has a ton of YouTube videos. And he just, he speaks to me because he speaks science. He is a doctor. And he looks at how our mind can affect our bodies from a scientific point of view. So it's not too foo-foo. It's something that I can really relate with and jive with. And when you really listen to the research on that, you realize how our thoughts are playing 24-7 in the background. Our subconscious is on 24-7. And those thoughts that have been wired into us and that we continually repeat over and over again really do drive our behaviors and they drive our decisions and they drive our perception of the world and they even drive our health. So they can turn on and off genes. And that's amazing to me because there's epigenetics. There's one of the things that I've studied, genetics versus epigenetics, meaning your environment can turn on or off your genes just because you have, let's say, Alzheimer's in your family it doesn't mean that you are going to get Alzheimer's. You can do things now to prevent that, both behaviorally, nutritionally, lifestyle, and the way you think. So I think that's a great resource for people across the board, whether you're interested in nutrition or you're an entrepreneur or you just want to improve your relationships and your family right now. Dive a little bit into the mindfulness aspect. What are your thoughts doing to your body, what what is that stress that you're under and those thoughts that you keep repeating yourself doing to your body and doing to your outside world and your environment and your relationships? It's the truth because, you know, you can actually make yourself feel sick. And this is just a, a simple example, but you can make yourself feel sick like if you're really nervous about, say, uh, a big test or something that you're you're going in for your annual review or something like that, and you're you're perfectly fine but you're kind of talking yourself into the fact that, oh, I don't feel well and my stomach hurts and all this stuff. And it's, yeah, the brain is powerful. The thoughts are powerful. Very, very powerful. And we've even seen in research that we can give people, I mean, this is where the placebo effect comes in. We can give people a sugar pill. And if they truly believe that that will take care of their disease, their XYZ, anxiety, depression, cancer, whatever it is, they can think their way into healing and that will literally disappear. Their anxiety will go away. Their depression will go away. We've seen cancer go away and, and tumors shrink down because that person truly believes that, hey, this is the cure. This is, this is the pill that I need. Well, I believe that I'm a little disappointed right now because we've come to the end of this great interview. And uh, wow, I... I have to give you the last question, giving you the floor. And this has gone really quick tonight. And I really appreciate all your time. But before I let you go, I have to give you the floor one more time and have you direct, address the audience directly with whatever you'd like to say. Amy, the mic is yours. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you, Jeff. This has been absolutely wonderful talking to you. And so for the audience, I would like to leave you with this. 
This is what I tell all of my patients. It's what I tell my audience. Be an advocate for your own health, for your own body. You are your best advocate. So you know when something is off inside. And when it's off, and if you are not being listened to, like my story in the beginning, then you need to keep going. Do not give up. You find someone that will listen to you. I am you know, kind of biased toward functional medicine practitioners because we do tend to listen and get to the root cause of a person's problem. But the bottom line is be your own health advocate. Do not give up and do not accept the quote unquote normal diagnosis. Don't accept that if you know that something is off in your body. Well, Amy Horniman, and I want to wish you really good luck. I want to wish you (laughs) well with your doctoral studies and and just thank you so much for being here and wish you well on everything that you're doing. Thank you for making time for us on the podcast this week. Oh, thank you too, Jeff.